Hey, I got a joke for you this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's this woman, and she meets this genie, right? And, and, she, and the genie says, hey, just tell me whatever you want. I'll, I'll give you one wish, okay? And the, and, and the woman says, huh, well, you know, I'm married and, uh, to this, this man. He's a wonderful man, but I, if, if you could just help me understand men, you know? And, and she's just like, you okay over here? You good here? All right. We good? Praise the Lord. You're making me nervous. You want to preach? (laughs) Give it up for Elder Mike. But long story short, he says, well, you know, that would be really difficult to do. And, you know, man, alive, you know, maybe you could come up with something a little easier, right? And so the woman says, well, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to go to Hawaii. And he goes, oh, that's simple. He said, I can get you to Hawaii. That, that's that simple. I'll get you to Hawaii. She goes, well, there's a problem. She says, you know, I'm, I'm afraid to fly. And uh, he goes, oh, okay, well, like, that's going to be hard to get there. Well, well, I was just wondering if you could build a bridge, right, from the United States clear over to, to Hawaii. He goes, whoa, man. He says, that'd be difficult. You know, we got to build the road. We got to build the hotels because you can't get there in one day and the restaurants and the, I mean, all the amenities. Boy, that's, that's a really big task. And she said, well, then I guess I just go back to my original one. You know, could you help me understand, understand men? And he goes, well, how many lanes did you want again? Praise the Lord. (laughs) You're never going to understand us, ladies, and we'll probably never understand you, but praise the Lord. Uh, What I want to talk to you about this morning has to do with that, having to do with with godly wisdom. And um, godly wisdom is yours, okay? I want to open with that. But the title of this message is, There is Another Way. And you think, oh, yeah, well, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And, yeah, I know all that. Praise the Lord. But I'm talking to believers as well. Because I know in this room that there's many, many circumstances that you're dealing with. You've Lots of stuff that you're going like, I don't know how to address this. I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do. And, and, and on and on it goes. So it's not just about understanding that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's where you get to start. <laughs> That's where you've got to maintain. But at the end of the day, who are you going to be in the moment of difficulty, the moment of, of things are not going the way we thought they would go, and like, we don't know what to do? Am I talking to anybody this morning? Praise the Lord. So I want to tell you that in 2023, you have 365 amazing gifts. They're called days. Gifts. Every day is a gift. Every day is an opportunity. Every day is a kingdom day. Every day is a day I get to show up and I get to do what I'm purposed here to do. But when we find ourselves in difficulty, when we find ourselves in situations that we don't know what to do, that really begins to wear on us, doesn't it? It begins to wear on us. You know, wisdom is seeing as God sees I'm telling listen, I'm going to try to take you out of your earthly thinking just for 35 minutes here, and I want to invite you into kingdom thinking. And I hope that you just keep tilting the scale that direction the rest of your life, and you just get to carry on that way because, listen, if you're expecting this world to give you anything of value, you're missing out. You're missing out. You could go get all the money in the world and all the fame in the world and end up with a gun in your mouth 
and end your life. I'm here to tell you based on the very principle of kingdom dynamics that you are here for a purpose. You are here for a purpose. And that purpose is not your purpose. You you can make it your purpose, but it's not, oh, let me do the three steps to finding my purpose and then then I'll know exactly what I'm supposed to do and and praise the Lord, I'm going to move forward. If that's the life you're trying to live, then those are goals. It's not purpose. Purpose is kingdom purpose. It's kingdom-mindedness. It's, it's making choices not based on how I feel, not based on what I have in my bank account, not based on how my kids are behaving, not based on how good my marriage. None of those things. All those things will be given to you if you seek first the kingdom of God. And don't forget your right standing to do it. That's the tough one. Well, I don't know. You know, I'm not good enough to do that the way they did that. No, I could never pray for somebody or I couldn't get a miracle like that. Well, that's just a lack of righteousness of who you are in Jesus Christ. It's seek first the kingdom of God and your right standing to do that. And then everything else will be added to you. Rather than going, trying to get more do more, to get more, to have more, and just that, that whole cycle of, okay, I got more, and then the economy changed, so then I have less, and then I got to go out and do it again. I mean, that is a rat race that you'll never win. It'll be uphill both ways, four feet of snow. I mean, the whole deal, man. It's just, it's a waste of time and energy. You've been called to a kingdom dynamic. You've been called to something higher than being in this world, but you're not of this world. Your choices, your actions, your thinking, your, your behaviors, I mean, all your habits, all of those things, it's got to be, okay, well, it's kingdom first. It's kingdom first. You know, information can be converted into knowledge, right? You can read a book. And, and listen, the book could be good, and you think, okay, now I know how to do that. Well, go out and prove it. And I'll promise you, book knowledge ain't going to get you there. It's just not. It's a great place to start, even with the Word of God. If I've known people that could memorize, I mean, all these scriptures and do all this stuff, and they're not living a kingdom life. It's just an example. So what I believe God really wants us to do is He wants us to take information and knowledge, logos, right, and then convert that into to rhema, which is now the application of what I'm reading. And out of that is going to come a lot of understanding. But we're still not to wisdom. Wisdom is to apply understanding for a really long time. And making that the, under, the, 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 the knowledge to application to lead me to understanding. But wisdom is yours, I mean, all the time, every time. Because you could be in the stage of building knowledge about who you are in Christ and all of that, you could be applying that to your everyday world, but you're still going to run into problems that you're going to need what? Wisdom. Wisdom, you don't have to be qualified to receive wisdom. You can ask God, and He will tell you what you need to know when you need to know it. There's no levels here. There's no, well, i got to get to the certain point to get to wisdom. No. Wisdom is a spiritual principle that you could ask God for a revelation for that in your everyday working life, and God will give you that revelation. 
Now, he's not going to do the work to apply that revelation, and that's where we as Christians sometimes get stuck. We give up. We lose heart. We get excited on the front end. I've got this incredible revelation. God gave me the wisdom that I need. Man, I've been studying. I've been praying. I've been believing. I've got all this stuff going for me. God gave me the wisdom. God gave me the answer. But over time, we just kind of slowly go back to the pattern of the world, and we never carry on. I'm impressed in. And I'm not going to give up on that promise of God for my life. God planted that desire in my heart before I was even the thought in my parents' brain. It's a godly, uh, honorable, uh, biblical desire that I have to manifest something great in my life. And I'm telling you, God wants to do it for you. Supernatural insight. Think about that. About your everyday living life. Supernatural insight. You possess the ability to have supernatural insight in the kingdom mindset. In that, I mean, you will feel the presence of God so strong that people around you will be freaking out. People around you won't understand what's going on. And you are just standing, it's like you're standing in the, in the eye of a, of, of a hurricane. And I mean, it's like, well, the wind's not blowing. No, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm, I'm at peace right where I'm at. Hey, I know things aren't exactly the way I'd want them right now, but I have a revelation. I have spiritual insight. I have a kingdom mindset to know that God wants to do what he can do through me, through his heavenly kingdom purpose. God does, he's, God's not a schizophrenic. He doesn't have a hundred different purposes. He has one purpose. And he's chosen you to work that purpose out in the earth. And the more you'll choose that, the more supernatural evidence you'll have in your life. And it not only affects you in a positive way, but it affects every person you'll ever come in contact with in a better way, in a kingdom way, to go, wow, that guy's a little bit different, but I kind of like him. <laughs> or I don't like him at all. The Word of God is like a sword, man. I mean, it's going to cut both ways. It will cut. But listen, once it's, it, once it's accomplished its purpose, man alive, does things start making more sense. I'm not living my life based on a stack of bills anymore. I'm not living my life based on, you know, trying to go find some mate and dating 14 different girls to figure it out. All right, come on. Ask God. Make sure you know what you're looking for so when you meet her, you'll know. Don't ask God for a job. Ask him for the job. Write it down. Well, what kind of job would I like to have? Well, what would that entail? Well, listen, that's unique to you. But God can use that to develop you, can't he? It's like, man, this is so strong in me. Man, I've got it so defined. Again, that's a goal. It's not a purpose. It's not a purpose. The heavenly purpose. The kingdom purpose. That's my mindset. That's my purpose. I'm going to function as a member of the kingdom of God. Kingdom is a king's domain. 
You serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, man. I don't care how bad the government gets or how good it gets. It's never going to be enough. It's never going to do what God can do for you. One moment of God's favor will change your whole life forever. That's kingdom thinking. That's kingdom thinking. I'm anticipating God to do something for me. I don't like the life that I'm living. I don't like the circumstances anymore. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. See, you got to get to that point, guys. You got to get to that point. Say, I'm not going to be passive about this anymore. Not going to be passive. I'm going to be active in my ability to walk as a kingdom man or woman of God. It's shaking your whole world. I mean, it just, it wakes you up. It wakes you up. It isn't about you in the blue chair. Praise the Lord. I'm glad you're here. But you're here to be equipped for the work of your ministry. To build the kingdom of God. And if you don't have a kingdom mindset, you can go out and create all kinds of ministry. Trust me. You can go out and create all kinds of work. You can go create all kinds of things. But if you don't have a kingdom mindset that I'm doing this ahead of time, I'm setting my end goal in mind that everything I do is going to be pleasing to the Lord. Man, i got to figure a bunch of stuff out that I don't know yet, and I'm going to need the supernatural power of God to speak to this dumb brain that knows nothing as compared to everything that is known. I want to know. (laughs) I want to know. Regardless of my circumstances, I want to know the wisdom of God for my life. Kingdom life comes with supernatural dominion, power, authority, abundance. It knows no lack. It knows no fear. It knows no uh, 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 sickness. It knows no division. It knows, it knows unity. It knows love. It knows kindness. It knows the word of God. It knows all of those things. It, that's all it knows. We are empowered ambassadors of God in the earth for the kingdom work. Let me say that again. We are empowered ambassadors of God's kingdom in the earth to do kingdom work. Some of you even got to get out of your head right now that you deserve to be poor. That is nonsense. You tell me how the gospel is going to go around the world with no money. Just, you, I mean, you must be the, you must have everything figured out. The only problem is you haven't done any of the application to figure that out yet. You're going to realize real quick, we need kingdom resources to reach people, to love people back to life. And listen, it's not just about money. Money is nothing more than a tool to use for kingdom purposes. On the flip side of that, some of you are like, well, I can't wait to be the next YouTube sensation, man. I'm going to have millions of dollars coming into my lap. That's a waste of your time and your energy if you don't have a kingdom mindset. Waste. Because you're just going to splurge it all. You're not going to have the wisdom to know how to deal with that kind of money. And it's just going to consume you. And listen, I'll promise you this much. You look at anyone who's on YouTube right now that's that million-dollar sensation. Let's go talk to them in five years from today and see where they're at. Don't get caught up in what you see on social media. What looks like a great thing right now, I promise you, that person five years from now, I would be curious to find out how they're doing then. 
Kingdom is long-term. Kingdom is, I'm going the distance. Kingdom is, man, it, it's not even just about what I'm going to accomplish here. Like, I've got an eternity with a living God. I am like already, if I had nothing here on the earth, I'm living under a bridge and I have no money and I have just enough food to eat every day. I am rich beyond measure. 150 billion years from now, man, I ain't going to think back of how bad I had it down here on this earth. You got to get past all the bawling and the squalling and it isn't fair and all this other stuff. No, God loves you unconditionally. Love is the greatest principle you'll ever learn because love never, ever, 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 ever. But love is tied to kingdom. We're not talking about gushy love. We're not talking about, well, I'll love you as long as you love me and, and things are working out. Yeah, that ain't love. Maybe a form of love, but I'm talking about kingdom love. I see through your flaws. I see through your inadequacies. I see through the fact that you, you, you don't think enough of yourself. I see through all of that. And I see an awesome man or woman of God capable of parting a Red Sea. I don't know if that's me, Pastor Paul. Well, again, that, that's just, you got to renew your mind. You may never part a Red Sea, so don't get so specific like that unless God says you're going to, and then watch out. You better be willing to take whatever's in your hand to make that slap that water and make sure it goes. Don't be a poly parrot out in the kingdom of God and spray all kinds of nonsense and then not have the ability, see, have the ability to do it. You'll be endued with power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. What does that mean to you? What does that mean? Well, that's for others. No, no, no. You will be endued with supernatural kingdom power when the Spirit of God comes inside of you. You're a finished product. Except how you apply that knowledge, right? It's great knowledge to know that. It's not so great when I got to apply it to get to understanding and how that works, right? But never forget, you have the ability to go to God and ask for wisdom at any point and any time, and He will give you supernatural revelation. But if you don't take that supernatural revelation, you don't go out and do something with it. it. Listen, you're just putting it on a shelf over here. Well, Jesus fits in my little box. You know, it's 12 by 12 by 12. You know, whenever I need him, I can take the cap off. And then I can, oh, yeah, there's Jesus. Okay, we'll put him back in there. That ain't Satan first the kingdom of God. Balling and squalling when you're in trouble. And that's the only time you come and cry to and come before him and ask him for grace. That's problematic. You see what I'm saying? He was there when things were really good. And he was there in the middle when things weren't, well, they were kind of good. And he was there towards the end when everything was falling apart. Got to seek him first. You got to know that. The kingdom of heaven is not political, it's not governmental. It's heavenly, it's eternal, it's supernatural. 
It has no beginning and it has no end. Think about that. Think of the wisdom that's there. Think of the understanding that's there that God wants to supernaturally share with you. It's going to take righteousness. It's going to take peace. It's going to take joy. I mean, joy unspeakable and full of what? Glory. God's glory. You're the vessel of God's glory. Well, I don't know about that, Pastor Paul. I mean, my goodness, you know, I, that sounds like a lot. It is. It is. But boy, does the world need a lot right now. Boy, do you need a lot right now. Just the circumstances in this room is a lot. And you have access to it all. Titus, you don't have this scripture or whoever, but I'm going to read this, and I want you to hear it. I believe God is going to supernaturally start giving you wisdom even as I'm reading these scriptures this morning. So just prepare yourself. Get your pen ready. If you need to grab an envelope, piece of paper or something, raise your hand. I don't know. We'll get you something. But God's going to start delivering answers as I read these scriptures, okay? So Romans 14, 17 through 20 says, The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Spirit, because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. That's what the Word of God says about His kingdom. It's not just about the celebrations. You know, it says eating and drinking. It's not talking about your nutritional profile it's talking about these weird festivals and things, people coming into the kingdom of God. They've got all these different things, and they eat certain foods on certain days and certain moons and all that kind of stuff. So he's saying it's not just about that, but it is of righteousness, peace, and joy. Scale in your head right now on a scale of 0 to 10, what level is your righteousness at? What level is your peace at? What level is your joy at? Because those are kingdom dynamics. Those, are, those can serve as the gauge of how, 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 how kingdom-minded am I? I should be able to say I have a high level of righteousness, a high level of peace, and a high level of joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Don't worry about the expectations of others as it relates to how you're going to choose to live your kingdom life. You've got the approval. Where is it coming from? The kingdom, yeah, God. You are, you are completely approved in every possible way to live the desires of your heart with a kingdom mindset. Yeah, it's good stuff. 1 Timothy 1.14, oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that comes from Jesus Christ. God is a generous God. Generosity. Listen, I'm a generous person. I know many of you are in this room as well. But listen, take all of our generosity that we got and try to compare it to the generosity of God. Listen. But what I will say is with a kingdom mindset and generosity, you have, the, you have the generosity of God because it's supernatural now. 
It's not just flippantly throwing something into a bucket. It's not sim simply doing a, you know, going and taking care of the babies or whatever. No, it's supernatural. It's like God spoke to me. I'm supposed to be in that baby room and, and praise the Lord. I'm going to be there and I'm going to apply myself there and, and praise the Lord. I'm going to have ministry, not just to the children, but think of the parents. Think of the grandparents. Think of the problems. They're going to walk through that little tiny door over there. Lots of problems walk through that door over there. And if God spoke to you to do something like that, could be anything, then guess what? God's going to supernaturally empower you to be able to handle a lot of that situation. And in my experience in ministering or applying the Word of God in my life, I've learned volumes more than I could have sat down in my own room and just read my own Bible. Like, oh my goodness, I've got to go to the Bible now. I've got a real-life situation someone else is dealing with. They're depending on me to help them there. And i I got to get into the Word of God, man. I've got to begin to understand that, and immediately I can start applying that, and it's like, whoa, wow, thank God I learned that, and I didn't have to go through it myself. There's so many benefits, I'm telling you, walking in the kingdom, living in the kingdom. It'll help you grow, it'll help you develop, it'll help you get out of your head and into your life in Christ. Isaiah 43, 16 to 19, it says, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. Isn't that awesome? We look back and we think, oh, that's just awesome. He says, I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. Oh, God, we remember you for what you did and how you delivered Israel from the hands of Egyptians. It says, it says here, I drew them beneath the waves, and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like smoldering candle wick. Oh, praise the Lord. You're so great in the past, God. I'm so thankful for everything that you've done for our people and how you've, you've led us to this point. But it says, forget all that. Forget it. Quit memorializing what I did then. As much as I did it then, guess what? Supernaturally, in the kingdom of God, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it right now. Right now. I mean, can you imagine that? Just, well, I mean, with supernatural, I mean, like, what in the world? These people are coming to kill them. I mean, they got chariots and warriors and everything else. And these are just slaves and people that love God, you know, they know how to use a, 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 a rake or a hoe or something like that. But they don't, they're not trained for battle. They're not trained for any of those things. And yet God saved them, and they got so excited that they got so focused on what God did that they couldn't get focused on what God was doing right now in their midst. Let go of the good old days. Just let them all go, no matter how good they were. There's greater days coming. May your latter days be greater than your former days. In the kingdom. Shoot, you, you live in this world and depend on people to do that for you and man, it, it gets messy really, really, really quick. And it's like, man, alive, this is not what I was thinking. This is not what I was hoping for. Never, when, when you get there, you got to remind yourself of a kingdom mindset. Well, okay. Well, no, I, I don't. <laughs> that, that, that's, all, that's all under my feet. <laughs> that, that don't belong up here with me. No, no. 
He's placed everything under your feet when you're walking in a kingdom dynamic. And I promise you, God's never going to let you down when you, when you do this and you get consistent with it. Goes on in verse 19, it says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Don't you see what I'm doing? I can just hear God echoing that in my own head. Can't you see what I'm doing? I will make a pathway through wilderness places, things you're, places you've never been before, things you've never touched before, the, uh, a wilderness that you're in in your own mind and in your own beliefs about God and your righteousness and your joy and your peace and you're, you're, you're trying to figure all that stuff. I will make a pathway through that wilderness. I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. You may be looking at your life going, man, I don't see anything good about my life. I don't see any opportunity in front of me. I don't know what I'm going to do, but that's just the way you're perceiving your life when you have access to perceive your life through a king. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. The Word of God says this. The Word of God says that. And then, like, wow, I loved how you guys put the name of the baby in the Scripture. Start putting your name in there. Start putting your, like, whoa, wait a second. I don't know if I could do that. That sounds a little bit too far out there. Now, listen, if God will do something for someone, he can do it for another. He may not do it in the same exact way. You may have to relate yourself to that scripture and how that worked for them and then begin the application. And, and, and some people just, they say, well, I, like, I don't know, I don't know how to get started. Go with what you know. Don't complicate this thing. Go what's already in your heart. Go with that. And, and, and listen, if it's off, God will be the hedge of protection for you. He, he's, he'll, he'll let you go so far so you can learn. And he's going to redirect you back. Don't get offended when he, when, when he puts you back on track. Sometimes you just get one-track-minded. You just think, I've got this all figured out. I'm going to just tell you today you don't. Praise the Lord. I don't care how many trips around the sun you've done. You don't have it all figured out. It's new territory. It's a wilderness. It's a dry desert place that you're going through. But you're going where? You're, oh, you're going through. I, I, I'm, I'm, going, I, I'm going to be on the other side of this. No matter how dry and how desolate a a piece of land could be if you just keep walking and take what God gives you to nourish you and, you know, you just, you just keep going along, eventually you're going to come into a place that's moist and wet and fertile and all kinds of things that you're looking for. But if you never get on your journey, if it's all about, well, it's just a dark wilderness desert place, and I, uh, that seems too hard or too difficult because I don't know how to get started, you see how that can stifle your development, stifle your growth into thinking, well, that's just the way life is. No, it's just where it is, the way it is right now. Yeah. John 14, 1 through 12. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Huh. Trust in God. Huh. It's okay to be troubled. But don't let your hearts stay that way. 
Trust in God. What is a relationship with God without trust? It's nothing. It's, I don't trust it. It's not going to work for this circumstance. It's not going to work for this situation. That's no real relationship, right? If you're married, what would your relationship be founded on to stand the test of time if you didn't trust each other? There's specific kinds of trust, isn't there? A wife trusting her husband to be a man of God. A man trusting his wife to be a woman of God. A person trusting the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who has all power, sovereignty, has invited us to walk into a kingdom dynamic. There's a specific kind of trust that would be required because that's now causing me to trust something that I can't see but is more real than the metal on this pulpit. In fact, the trust, hear this, of Bishop, Pastor Gloria, Pastor Barb, the pastors and elders, made this pulpit a reality. Made you, gave you the opportunity to sit in that blue chair out of not their trust in man and trusted this and that, trust in God. I can remember coming here, uh, and the church had not quite started yet. There was a handful of us here. And I can remember this huge sanctuary we had over on 43rd and Olive. And, I mean, I'm just looking at this thing going, how in the world? Like, there's like a total of 12 of us, I think. And we, I'm not kidding you guys. I mean, you want to talk about belief and trust and all that. I remember sitting in the children's room in lawn chairs and buckets, honest to goodness, buckets as seats, and Bishop with a little clip-on microphone here and a tape player to record the service. No praise and worship. No, I mean... The, the room wasn't even done yet. There was no carpet on the floor yet. There was, I mean, we're just, but Bishop, with his trust in God, sat us down and started to minister to us, and here we are today. I, it, and boy, I'll tell you, without a trust in God, Faith Builders Church would not exist. I'll go as far as to tell you that the number one giver in the church is Chad and Chrissy. No, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Maybe that's the anointing and the kingdom dynamic over their lives, but yeah. Was our bank. What was the number, Mike? $2.1 million seed into our ministry. <laughs> Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. God is my witness. That bank, that mortgage company contributed $2.1 million to our ministry. 
If I told you the whole story, I'd have everybody crying in this place because the very attorney who was attacking us at the time wept like a baby in a meeting in front of the bank, apologizing to us, asking us to forgive him. God gave him a dream. God gave his wife a dream. I mean, I'm just telling you, you can live an ordinary life. You can have belief in Jesus Christ, man. You're going to get to the other side. But I'm telling you, why wait to get to the other side when you've been empowered by the same Christ that's going to put you there, that he can do it right here for you. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on as it is in, that's your purpose, right there. God will work out all the details. It says, don't put your heart, don't let your hearts be troubled, trust in God and trust in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If it were not so, I would have told you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so you will always be with me where I am, and you will know the way to where I'm going. No, no, we don't know, Lord Thomas said. We have no idea where you're going. How could we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one will come to the Father except through me if you had if if you had really known me you would know who my father is from now on you do know him and see him from now on you know him you see him from now on draw your line in the sand i know him i see him i know him you'll make all the difference in the world all the religious people and all their work and all their effort and everything else. Man, the work that you'll do be so supernaturally touched by God, you won't have to worry about getting burned out and all the other things that can occur when you're working with an earthly mindset. Philip said, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. He's just like, please, man. You still got to show us. I mean, you still got to give us the evidence of it. Jesus replied, I have been with you all this time, Philip, and you still don't know who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Do you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own words. But my Father who lives in me does his work, how? Through me. Just believe. That I am in the Father and the Father is in me or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. At least look at the evidence of what's happening. Every one of you could have evidence of supernatural power in your life. I mean, so undeniable people would be just like, there's no other explanation for this. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, and greater works than I... Oh, come on now. Greater works than Jesus? Listen. One can put a 1,000 to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. It's doing it together that will be the greater works than Jesus could do and contribute out of his own self. If you think you can do this on your own, you are mixed up in your head beyond reality. Where would you get your food if the farmer stopped growing the food tomorrow? 
You're dependent on so many things to work, and they do work, and you live in this incredible environment here in the United States of America. You have all of this, and what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Continue to consume it upon yourself? Or are you going to do the kingdom way? I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and greater works because I'm going to be with my Father. He's made a way where there seemed to be no way. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can glorify the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. You know, there's uh, no breakthrough without the follow-through. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, there's no breakthrough without the follow-through. You, you, you could have all the breakthrough in the world and your mind and you could have evidence of it and the whole thing, but you got to follow through. It's not what you can get to only lose again. It's what you can get, retain, and continue to build on in a kingdom life. It's time for a new thing, amen? I would encourage you guys, if you want to learn more about wisdom, Read Proverbs. Just read the book. It's, the whole book is about wisdom, how to get it, man. I mean, it's got every single circumstance you could ever imagine. You could grab a hold of one of those wisdom principles in there, apply it to your life, gain the understanding through asking God for godly wisdom. And, I mean, it's an amazing life that you will create. But I'm going to close with this scripture, Proverbs 8. 6 through 14, listen to me, for I have important things to tell you. Everything I say is right, for I speak the truth and detest every kind of deception. We need to get to the point of detesting the deception that comes through a worldly system that convinces us we're not walking in a kingdom system. Deception's the root of all forms of evil. And sometimes we believe the deception more than we trust the God we serve. My advice is wholesome. There's nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. Choose my instruction rather than silver and my knowledge rather than pure gold. For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you can desire will compare with it. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption, and perverse speech common sense and common common sense and success belong to me insight and strength are mine says the lord i want you to know that if you're looking for success you're going to need kingdom godly wisdom it said right there it says it says that common sense and success belong to him common sense is not so common anymore common sense is not so common even in the house of God anymore follow those who choose the kingdom mindset trust in God 
I just want to pray. I want to pray for a couple things. One is that you would know the truth and the truth would make you free into a kingdom mindset. And also for your soul. For your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. When you start to think about that's the part of you that needs to get saved, man, raise your hand as long as you need to. Get it right. I mean, today is your day of salvation. Five days ago, yeah, I raised my hand then. And it's not about raising your hand. It's, it's just about you saying, you know what, I'm not a finished work just yet. God still has many wonderful things in store for me. But I want to make sure we get that right as well. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you for every person in this room. I thank you, Father God, that you instill them with a kingdom mindset. They are in this world, but they are not of it. I thank you for the anointing of God that it just breaks the yokes of bondages, Father God, the things that they cannot even see for themselves, the things that they can't see with the mirrors behind them or to the sides of them, the areas of life that they, they cannot yet perceive, the wilderness that they're facing that looks too difficult, looks too dry, don't know how we can do it, but Father God, break those yokes of bondage. Those are worthless, useless, earthly thinking. Transform us by the renewing of our minds, Father God. Transform us into a kingdom mindset to know the things of God, to know what we need to know when we need to know them. And Father God, I also pray for every soul in this room. And I thank you, Father God, that those souls are drawing closer and closer and closer to you. Those of you uh, who have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to say a prayer here in just a moment. I want you to say that with me with all your heart. I want you to confess your life to Jesus and get it right. But those of you also who need to come closer to God, I want to pray for you as well. And I want to make sure that your life is a kingdom life. So as I say this prayer, just repeat it with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Endue me with supernatural power. I commit my life to you. And I do so in Jesus' name. The name above every name thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Glad you said that prayer this morning. Lonnie, if you want to come up, the Pastor Lonnie, if you want to come up, I hope you take this message. I hope you take it to heart, and I hope you live for the kingdom of God all the days of your life. Let's welcome Pastor Lonnie. <laughs>